So I am joined once again by Pete Baker to bring us today's Breakfast Bite. Hi, Pete. How are you? Hi, Nathan. Good morning. Good to see everyone. Well, I can't see anyone, but um, <laughs> good to be with everyone. This yes. Morning. Great to see you again. So uh, looking forward to another Breakfast Bite. Would you like to uh, dive right in? I'd love to. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're continuing this Kingdom Living series, uh, thinking about how we live for the Kingdom of God. Uh, the kingdom of God. You know, Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. And this word kingdom um, in the biblical Greek is the word basilia, which means the rule, the reign, the realm, the royalty of God. So the kingdom of God is wherever Jesus is made king. Jesus is made Lord. It's the territory of God. It's the realm of God. It's the royalty of God. It's the reign of God. And so that's what we're thinking about in this series, Kingdom Living. And today's principle, today's Kingdom Principle, all these principles are inspired uh, by a Kingdom Principle series that I learned on the Pace uh, Movement uh, by Paul Gibbs. And today's Kingdom Principle is using or use it or lose it. And it's from a parable that Jesus tells in Matthew ch uh, chapter 25. And in the parable, there's a master with three servants. And each of the three servants uh, receive talents or gifts, bags of gold, bags of money. One gets five, one gets uh, two, one gets one. Um, the one that gets five um, multiplies it. Um, the one who gets two multiplies it. But the one who gets one buries it. Uh, and when the master comes back uh, to find out what the servants did with the uh, talents, with the in investment, with the money, um, he rewards those who multiplied what they were given. But the one who had one, uh, buried it in the ground um, and when the master says why did you do this the servant says well I knew you were harsh um, I knew you uh, reaped where you didn't sow I knew you were a harsh man so I buried it and I'm giving it back to you here you go uh, and so within the parable what happens is in, I guess in some ways the simple uh, application is when God gives you some something a gift a passion uh, a calling uh, when you uh, take what God gives you, you then use it. And then God does this incredible thing where he multiplies it. Somehow, you know, God gives you an opportunity and you say yes to it. You step out in faith. God gives you an ability or a talent, a gift, a calling. You use it uh, and then you see that kingdom advance. Um, and so with this servant who just receives one, there's lots of questions we can ask about this servant of um, why. You know, why did the servant bury it? Why did the servant not use it? Because what happens is the servant loses it. The servant doesn't use it, so it ends up losing um, that talent, that gift that he was given to. Uh, and then it's taken away and given to the other servants. So there's a few misconceptions that the servant has because the servant decides to not invest, to not use what they're given because they say the master's harsh. So a few misconceptions. One is that he has a misconception of who the master is. You know, he thinks the master is a harsh man. Well, this master just given him an incredible gift, an incredible opportunity. He's actually got no basis to believe that the master's harsh, but that's his perspective, is that the master's harsh. And so he has a misconception of who the master is. And maybe that's true for a lot of people too. You know, they've been given a great opportunity. They've been given great gifts. Um, they've been given, um, yeah, great, great opportunities in life, but they miss... Um, you know, they miss who God is. They miss who the master is. 
They see the master as distant or harsh or unloving or uncaring for whatever reason. And so because of those, because of that reason, uh, they decide to not fulfill their potential. They decide to not use what God has given them. So they've got a misconception of who God is. They've got a misconception of the value that they've been given. So one gets five, one gets two, one gets one. In another parable, one gets five, one gets three, one gets one. And so the person who gets one might feel a bit cheated, a bit, uh, you know, undervalued. But that one talent, uh, I think the Bible says is 20 years wages. So one talent, it sounds just like insignificant. It's just one compared to the person that gets five. But the actual worth of that is incredible. Like, I don't know how much you get, Nathan, how much you get paid, you know, or how much our listeners get paid. But 20 years wages, <coughs> it's significant. So although it's just just one talent, what that servant has in their hand is hugely significant, hugely valuable. So the servant has a misconception of who the master is, but the servant also has a misconception of the value of what they're holding. Um, and that's true, I think, for a lot of people listening to this. Maybe you think, well, my gift, so what? You know, I wish I was that person. I wish I was that person. I wish I had what they had. I wish I had the opportunities that they had. Rather than looking at what's in your hand going, wow, I can't believe what I get to hold. I can't believe what I get to carry. Like God's calling on my life. The gifts that God has given me, the opportunities that God has given me are so tremendous. So sometimes we don't use what God has given us because we undervalue um, what we're holding. We undervalue what's in our hand. So misconception one, who the master is. Misconception two, the value of what we're holding. And misconception three is whose it is. So the, the servant receives this from the master, but it's not the servants, it's the masters. The master gives the servant the, the talent, the money, the investment. Um, and that servant grasps hold of it and buries it in the ground. Too many people do that in life. And that's another misconception that people make of, uh, they think it was, you think it's yours, it, it, but it's not yours. You know, a church leader, it's not your church. You know, uh, a ministry leader, it's not your ministry. You know, it's God's ministry. Jesus said he'll build his church. Um, God is the one in charge. Um, so all, all, everything we hold, everything we are, everything we have is not ours. It's God's. And we're stewards. So this is the word right at the beginning of the book, uh, of the uh, Bible creation story. We're called to be stewards, stewards of the earth, also stewards of our resources, stewards of our time, of our money, of our relationships with stewards. So we, we hold on to these things, but not too tightly. Because actually, ultimately, we're meant to give it away. We're meant to give it back to God. It's all from him and it's all for him. So there are those three misconceptions that may help some people today. Why, why did the servant with one talent, why was he so upset? <clears throat> and why did he not use what was given to him? He had a misconception of who God was, the master. He had a misconception of how valuable it was, what he was holding, what he was given to. And he had a misconception of whose it was. It wasn't his to do whatever he wanted with. It was the master's and it was for the glory of the master. So my hope and my prayer for each one of us today is that we consider what we've been given and we use what we've been given, the opportunities, the time, the resources. We use the, the talents, the abilities. We use what we've been given. And uh, th then we believe that God will multiply uh, what we've been given to bring glory and honour to his name. So this is today's principle. Use it. 
or lose it. Use it or lose it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, great, that's great stuff there, Pete. So true though, isn't it? We so often look at what we have and we feel as though it's inadequate or less valuable than what other people have. Yeah. But it's so important yeah, that we, so we use what we have. Use what we have, yeah, and don't play the comparison game. Yeah, because yeah, we all, we lose. Whenever we play that, we lose. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. use it or lose it. I like that. It's a great principle. Use it or lose it, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we've got to use what we have, and, and when we do, God can multiply it. He can make it much more, I suppose, effective than we could ever make it by ourselves. Yeah, 100%, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Thank you so much, Pete. That's a good thing for us to think about. Use it or lose it. We've all got gifts. We've all got talents. We've all got resources that we can use, but we can either look at it and think it's inadequate or we can think, all right, what can I do with this, with God, through God? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, amen. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Pete. Great to have you join me for another Breakfast Bite. I'll see you next week. Thanks, Nathan. Pure 24-7 Radio is listener-supported, which means we are free, online and always pure because of the generous support of our listeners. If you would like to contribute financially, please visit pure247radio.org. If you'd like to find out how we use your money, please visit the Our Cost section. Any donation of any size will help keep us on air and broadcasting for free. Thank you.